Hallelujah. Hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us start the meditation of the week from Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he hath known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Amen. This week's um, message comes from Ephesians. Chapter 5, 10 through 16. Please follow along if you have a Bible. Ephesians 5, 10 through 16. I'll go ahead and read it. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Amen. Uh, the word title is kind of long this week. It's one time opportunity given unto man as a grass in the 7,000 year plan of God. Who will judge the wicked and adulterous world 
to establish his kingdom of righteousness in heaven and earth. The first part of this message is for the ignorant ones that lack understanding. The subject of today's message. Who do not believe in heaven and hell, not realizing that they are heading straight to hell. But by only pursuing mammon, which is money, this includes churchgoers. It also includes ministers confessing faith only with their lips. Because deep inside, they too are actually worshipping mammon and are also on the way to hell. God encourages them to redeem their time. How can a man who is just like grass that can only live 70 to 80 years understand God's 7,000 year plan to judge the wicked and adulterous world in order to establish his kingdom of righteousness in heaven and earth? Even if only one of the listeners understanding this message, it shall be glory unto God. Moses, a man of God, witnessed a very important true truth through his prayer. He said this in Psalm 90, 3-9, Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as a sleep. They are as a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withered. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath, we spend our ears as a tale that is told. He also briefly and humorously describes how short man is to live in the world and what he has to go through during that short life and also where he must go somewhere not knowing in heaven or hell after giving up breath. Also in Psalm 90 verse 10 The days of our ears are threescore years and ten score is 20 so 3 score would be 60 plus 10 70 and if by reason of strength they be 4 score years yet is their strength labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away next in verse 12 so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom Amen.
through the mouth of Moses, the Holy Spirit prophesied that man's life would be getting very short in the future. Now Moses himself had lived 120 years, but with his mouth he is proving that a man's lifespan in its 70 or 80 if he is strong. In the 21st century, people are saying that this is the age of 100 years of life. However, in fact, when a man turns 70, he or she does not live anymore, but it's more of survival. But some of them live up to 100 years relying on medical devices. However, there are some people who live and work even after they turn 100 years or, or more. Looking at the statistical data on the lifespan of Korean people, survival probability up to 70 years is 86%. Up to 75 is 54%. Up to 80 years is 30%. Up to 85 is 15%, and up to 90 years is 0.5%. Now, of course, there may be differences by country, but we can confirm that the Word of God is true. In a short time of 70 years, men eat and live by sweating and labor. In addition, living in the world, men have to pass through sorrow continually. Almost everyone agrees, saying they are living in labor and sorrow. God's servant, King David, gave the same testimony in the Holy Spirit. He said this in Psalm, 90, uh, Psalm 39, 4-7, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine age as, is as nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity, Salah. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He, reapeth, he heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in Thee. It has been six thousand years since the first man, Adam, sinned. And sin and death entered the world. And the devil who brought sin and death has been wickedly ruling the world. We are living in the midst of all kind of wrath, wars, and epidemics because of sins. But God has been looking on the people he created and all creation living in pain with pitiful eyes. He set aside 7,000 years to restore heaven and earth 
to the kingdom of God without sin, death, and curse. He hasn't been slumbering or sleeping until now. He also gave all the people born in the world 70 to 80 years of life and gave them opportunity to realize this amazing will of God. God foretold in advance that even the first man being clothed with leather garments and that his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, would come and shed blood to atone for the sins of all. Not only that, God through his servants preached the good news through his begotten son. Finally, after 400 years later, Jesus Christ came to the world and preached gospel for the world to be saved through him to enter the kingdom of God. God created all things for six days and rested on the seventh day. As God's man Moses testified that God rested on the seventh day after 6,000 years, that is six days for God, on 7,000 years, seventh day for God, God will restore all creation, including heaven, earth, and man, by his law of justice, and rest himself forever. To give people this amazing plan of God's time, God gave the Bible, the word of God, to the world. No one can understand God's plan except through the only true word of the Bible that contains God's thoughts and his plans. All the philosophies and educations created by Satan, who have ruled the world, are designed to oppose God's word. The only thing that God has given to everyone is the one and only opportunity, 70 to 80 years of life. And the first thing you need to do is to do the most important thing, to know the will of God. That's the reason to redeem your time. As long as you want to understand God's will, God will give you the opportunity to realize the gospel through his people and enter the kingdom of God. Regarding a man who does not understand the will of God, the Bible says in Psalm 49, verse 12, Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not, he is like the beasts that perish. Also in verse 20, Man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beasts that perish. And now as the second part of message, the word redeem your time in today's message is also a very important word for Christians who have become children of God and have entered the kingdom of God. God's children are to work for life, not for the corruption, as the Lord Jesus said in John 6.27, Labor not for the meat which perisheth, 
but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Amen. Apostle Paul testified to the Galatians redeeming the time to live for the food of eternal life. Galatians 6, 8, he said, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. then it is necessary to realize what kind of life means to reap what is rotting, rotten by sowing in the flesh and reaping eternal life by sowing in the Holy Spirit. Apostle Paul testified to the Christians in Rome in Romans 8 verses 5 through 9. He said, For they are after... For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Sowing in this Holy Spirit means living a life clothed with the Word of God, by living in the Word of God that is Spirit and life. Those who have been born again with the Holy Spirit and have entered the kingdom of God have already put off the old man. Therefore, we have to be clothed with Christ, the new man. In other words, you have to be clothed with the whole armor of God with words of God, and not to be naked. That's like going into battlefield without any weapons or armor. Kind of weird, right? Awkward? Definitely can't win battles without any armor or weaponry. Apostle Paul exhorted the Galatian about this. Galatians 4.19 My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. The Holy Spirit has given us times to stay at home due to the coronavirus. So, we have to redeem our time until the Lord Jesus Christ appears to receive all the words that are uploaded in the church website to keep them all and not to give any opportunity to the devil for him to seduce at all. When the resurrected Jesus appeared to Apostle John and spoke of the Laodicean church in the last days, 
he said that they are being naked spiritually by living the life sowing only in the flesh. Revelation 3, 17 and 18 Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich in white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. I have a short update at workplace. Um, had an opportunity to opportunity to evangelize the gospel of Christ to another fellow coworker who has now resigned um, from our team. It was a divine meeting prepared by the Holy Spirit. Ultimately, having this brother repenting his sin and accepting Jesus Christ as the only Lord and Savior. He is among the few co-workers that I rejoiced when gave the gift of King James Bible as a gift, as a birthday gift and also a parting gift. I smile and rejoice because Christ in me smile and rejoice. Soul winning is considered wise according to the Bible. Uh, the second update is how much another brother in Christ has gained the knowledge of truth, the truth, the truth through the Bible. This truly is a glory unto our Father God who plentifully gives knowledge of the truth through his spirit for those who are meek and humble wanting to know him today uh, the well-known verse in Matthew that um, goes many that are first shall be last and the shall and the last shall be first was witnessed it is all by grace of God that this brother heard the word in his heart to no longer look for the things of the earth, such as more money, you know, bigger houses or better life here, things that would not last. Such things which were not everlasting, but to look for the things in heaven. I suppose it turns out we get to have a little Bible study just before work starts. After these events, I always wonder whose soul is next to win back for our Lord. You know, the Bible says in season or out of season, I've been given a mission to preach the gospel. 
Let us pray. Father God, thank you for giving us your word today. For you've given us a lifetime of 70, but if you allow it, 80. And it's nothing but labor and sorrows. May your grace and mercy reach unto the hearts of the listeners of today's message, so that they may reach understanding of how frail we are, and that without salvation of Christ, salvation of Christ of our souls, are to go into hell forever. It's 70 to 80, only here, in flesh incomparable to everlasting life. The devil has blinded the young people, Lord. They think they'll live long and prosperous life by working harder and getting more money. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life has deafened and blinded men and women of all ages. But I thank you, Father, for even for one soul to understand your plan. Father, forgive us. Have mercy on those who lack understanding and may your spirit finally open their eyes and ears to allow them to turn back and cleave unto your and cleave unto you through your word. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. That's wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.